0: When the moon hits your eye I like can figure beats to pie, that's amore.
1: When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. When the moon hits your eye I like can figure beats to pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore.
0: Bell's ringing, X go give it to you. Why fuck way for you to get it on young own? X go deliver to you. Knock knock, open up the door to spill. Put the nonstop pop out and stainless steel. So hard getting busy with it, I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if he did Damn right, and I do it again.
2: Yeah, I am like a fast with
3: the enemy. All red zone. What is up? The podcast is back. The squad is here. Pat Toph, Icom how are we doing fellas
0: Doing great
3: Wonderful evening
0: doing Good Feeling
3: great Awesome awesome So let's jump into it um don't want this to be a, another 2 hour episode Um we are here we are in week 9 week 9 is ending you know tonight We're coming to a close uh so we will be in week 10 at some point tonight Um let's get into it we will start with our division breakdowns we will start in the AFC North uh, we talked about this division quite a bit last time. Since then, the Steelers have fell to five and three. The Ravens have been on the come up. They've been on a little bit of a tear, winning five in a row, uh, and they are also at five and three. You have the Browns still clinging to life at four and four, and then Andy and the Bengals—he's just been asleep all season, I guess. They are at two and six. Um, so quickly, we will start with Toph What is your thoughts on the North?
2: So initially in our last pot, I had Baltimore out of it, zero oh, and three. We were, I was thinking of demise five straight man is really impressive i had pit dropping games, game so i'm not too surprised there and cleveland being four and four is surprising i know one of those is a couple sims and he lost and he still was able to be four and four so that's that's hopeful right i feel sorry for andy being two and six he's had some tough games and um it's, it's one of those things man you just got to keep plugging away
3: yeah i agree with that uh i come um, your thoughts um very impressed with blueprint
1: obviously with his uh last last week this week's defeat of Ernest uh, against the 49ers very impressive he's playing well i think the rookie running back he's giving him a lot more involved taking that pressure off uh, rookie quarterback bill harris the steelers uh still a stout defense to to face and the browns i think he's still trying to figure out uh, how he's going to make his offense work he, he says in chat that he's Uh, big on the RPO and then yeah Andy's just going to struggle I think and and flounder for the remainder of the season and you might as well try to get yourself a nice top 10 pick
3: yeah for sure I agree with that Pat your thoughts
0: yeah I mean I kind of agree with everyone else I think it's definitely the Ravens division I I think last time I was on the Steelers but those last three wins they have you know beating the Browns Niners and Steelers and the Rams like was it four wins straight there's some good competition there. Yeah, mainly five, five in a team.
3: row he's won. I mean, you got to give him his credit. Yeah. That, that's impressive.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, the Steelers seem to be falling off a little bit, but even if they're not, I just... If the Ravens are playing good and they're beating teams like that, i like them to edge out the division.
3: Yeah, I mean, in the Steelers, they dropped two games in a row. They did lose to the Ravens 30-27 to 27 in Week 7, and then they got absolutely obliterated by the Broncos 51 to 20 in week eight they are on a bye week week nine week 10 they play the Jets week 11 it's the Colts week 12 the Niners week 13 the Titans then the Rams the Jaguars the Browns and the Bengals they have a tough road ahead of them Uh, and you got to think when you have that lead to start the season right and the Ravens are sitting at 0-3 you feel pretty good about that Uh, you don't want to ever take your foot off the gas but I mean, the Ravens' road, I, to me, it's not as tough. If you look at what they have coming up, they play the Bengals, which should be a win. Then you have the Browns, the Pats, the Texans, the Seahawks, the Colts, the Jaguars, and the Cardinals. You know, outside of those last two, I think all of those games for him are very winnable. And, you know, anything can happen. So, you You gotta think at this point, like Blueprint, he's figured it out. As long as he stops turning the ball over so much, I like we talked about it last week. Though the first three games, I don't know if his quarterback got into the second half until week three. Like that, that's pretty bad, right? So you're able to lean more on the running game, and I think he's done a good job of that. And it keeps the quarterback in there. It, you know, doesn't set your defense up in short yardage situations. And he's done a really good job. And he's kind of in the driver's seat now of this division. So hats off to him. He's playing really well and, and he seems to have figured it out. Um, we will move on to the AFC South. You have the Jaguars at six and two, the Titans at five and three, the Texans at three and five and the Colts floundering at two and six. Um, Pat, we will start with you since this is your division. Let's hear your
0: thoughts. Um, I don't know what the Colts are doing. The, the Texans Look to be kind of they've won a few games here of recent the titans just can't get out of their own way you know quarterback being suspended you know didn't mean his runs again i just don't know i mean i just don't know how he's gonna get into a good swing of things when he's switching up who's quarterback who's doing what having a run game not having a run game i think it's gonna be hard for him to really be dominant and like i said the jaguars are going 14 and 2 so we're gonna win the division
3: yeah, okay. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, the one thing I will say going back to Tennessee, it almost helps him when the rookie quarterback gets suspended, right? Because you're going from a guy who's in the, what's he? He's like a 65 overall, 68, whatever yeah, his quarterback he's is. He's not good. Yeah, Just he's, who's,
0: has a dev and
3: right so you're you're going from that kid and then you bring in Jimmy G who's still like an 84 overall his accuracies are all really good he's got a decent arm so it almost helps this team and you saw it i think he blew when he blew Jake out i think Jimmy G threw six touchdowns in that game if i remember that correctly uh so i mean you're not he's not doing that with the other quarterback right like that's just not going to happen you're going to have some errant throws you're not going to be able to get in the same rhythm i mean if he wants to compete and really make a run and you know he's knocked on that doorstep twice now this cycle and if he seems to be in a little bit of like a rebuild on the fly. If he wants to continue to compete and compete at a high level and be one of those final four final six teams, he needs to start Jimmy G the rest of the year. Uh, it's no comparison, just how much better his offense is when Jimmy's out there. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch that moving forward. Uh, we will go to tough. Now and let me hear your thoughts on the South.
2: So, when I look at this Titans team, I'm really concerned about their defense. It's very, very bottom of the road, low tier, and and statistically speaking, right? Because I haven't seen a lot of their games f- so far this season, so I'm not sure. I can't give a hundred percent perspective, but when I look at the stats, it's not looking good. Um, but he's winning games. You know, he, he's five and three, and and I'm glad that Pat's running the division now, Super Bowl champs. Jake is tanking. You know, he beat my ass. He could have went ahead and took that loss, and I'm not sold on t- on Texans. I. I have Tennessee and Jaguars. They're going to battle us out until week 15, 16. That's when we'll see who's going to win in the division.
3: Awesome. Ikem, your thoughts?
1: Oh, five play Pat was feeling himself last night, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah.
0: We're having a good time.
1: Yeah, he's having a good time just – shitting on Adele, fuck you adele i'm not top four what the fuck um so pat uh he has he's winning the division right now uh he doesn't have to play the titans uh for the remainder of the regular season uh so that's probably that's a good thing there for you pat you got going yes, um sir. you do have some tough opponents coming up uh but i see you right now winning the division because i don't think the titans have enough firepower to to overtake you in that division. The Texans are middling. I are, you know, they're just idling. They're going to be competitive and be in some games, but I don't think they could uh, make up enough ground to even get a wild card spot. And then Jake's just in his head, and the Colts are going to struggle for the remainder of the season, and he's trying to do too much with Cam Killens.
3: Yeah, I mean, when you, when you point out the Texans, like they'll hang in there and they're not an easy out, right? But that offense just lagging behind, they are – by far the worst offense in the division um you know pat you have 41 more points than him scored throughout the season you've allowed eight <laughs> less points like his defense isn't bad right you know second best defense in the division right now but the offense just isn't there he cannot get anything going with his receivers uh, i think losing fuller and trading him away was a big mistake uh, he's kind of scrambling to find a slot and speed um you know, with his wide receiving core. So I think he's going to continue to struggle and, and it's going to be a rough road ahead for him. Uh, we move on to the AFC East. The Jets at 6-2. and two, The Bills at 4-3. and three, The Pats at 3-5. and five, And the Dolphins also at 3-5. and five. Um, I guess I'll start. Fuck it, it's my division. Um, I mean, Miami's kind of on a roll right now. They've won three straight. They seem to have figured it out. Their defense has been playing a lot better. Uh, a few weeks ago, they were like the worst run defense in the league. Uh, that has turned around. They are you know, improving, so he's figuring some stuff out over there. I think the trade to go get the right tackle from Jake also is helping him out a lot. It kind of gives him an anchor on the other side of the line. Uh, the Patriots started off 3-0. Everyone was sucking his dick, but, you know, five losses later, here we are at 3-5. His season is over. Uh, I told you guys he would not be able to compete, and that has been proven to be correct. Um, the Bills do have an interesting game against those Texans tonight. That is, you know, the last game playing at Metal O'Clock. Uh, the Bills team's good, man. I mean, I really like the receiver that he has pairing him with Diggs and Knox and all those other guys i mean jp's got a lot of good players on that team um i said it last week i do think jp will be a nine to ten win team we will make the playoffs uh and you know he's kind of looking at that right now um he should be able to get that win tonight move to five and three but anything can happen and i mean i'm just gonna keep rolling i dropped two straight it's fine we weren't going 16 and oh and we'll be okay pat your thoughts
0: are you all right <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean the I lost to Yeah, the Raiders who were also six and two, and I lost in overtime. I mean I like that's not a bad loss. I'm fine with that. Tico's, Tico's defense is fantastic. Like that team is good. That's not a bad it's not last year's Raiders oh. team. That's a good Raiders team. And the Dolphins, yeah, I probably should have won that game, but I split with him every year. This is nothing new. I'm not really worried about it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't love what you have coming up after this bye week too much for you after those losses i think the steelers titans and chiefs are all going to give you big games um but i still don't know that it matters even if you were to drop some of them the bills i just don't think are going to have what Bills and dolphins aren't going to have it takes to catch up to you and win that division even if they are able even if you do drop two or three of those games so i'd still say it's your division i wouldn't be too worried about that
3: yeah i'm not worried i come um, your thoughts yeah, uh, with the Jets,
1: uh, it's a yeah they're on a two-game uh, lost streak right now. But yes, like uh, Moji had said, the Raiders game that was a great game to watch. Darnold was <laughs> off a, a little bit on some of them throws. Yeah, sh- shocker! <laughs> I, like he's like up and down. it's it's, it's kind of a. Odd to see that. Uh, like he'll just miss some easy passes. So I do think this is still the Jets division. Uh, JP's got a couple tough games, several tough games remaining on his schedule. He still plays the Raiders, the Chiefs, uh, the Broncos, and he still got Moji one more time. So I is he gonna get maybe nine and seven, and maybe nine and seven is good enough to get that seven seed for a wild card. Uh, Dolphins, I think their trades are showing some impact now uh, on their. Uh, with their three straight wins, however, they're one and two in the division. So they still got some divisional games. And Glenn, he just fell off. I, I don't know why. He just feels the need to make some forceful throws. And just it ends up turning into real shitty situations for him. And then, then he gets down real quick.
3: Yep, I agree. Uh, read your thoughts.
2: Yeah, do you drop in two straight, like you just said, is not, not nothing that I'm too concerned about. I'm more concerned with uh, with... It's heartbreaking to see the patch drop those five straight, man. Especially with that really impressive start, beating beating one quality team and then having a a pretty good, you know, way he started was pretty good. Um, I'm not, I'm I'm liking the way Miami's playing right now. He's putting things together, but that run defense is atrocious. Thirty second in the league in the run, but this passing is top ten. Something has to give there. If he can get to the middle ground, start to win some games there. But as far as finishing the season out, yeah, no one's gonna stop you. It, the way this is typed up now is probably how it's going to end up in week 17.
3: Yep, I totally agree. Uh, moving on to the AFC West, a super interesting division. Um, we talked about them a lot last week, and I'm sure this conversation will go on a little bit here as well. Chiefs are on 8-1. and one. Uh, Nice to see him really get it going. His point differential is... Fucking disgusting. 316 points for only 170 against. Uh he is playing really well right now. He's putting up a lot of points, and it's nice to see Mahomes hasn't been a waste the whole cycle. Uh the Raiders in second place at six and two. You have the Broncos in third place. I never thought I'd see that sitting at five and three. And the Chargers are in fourth place at three and four. Um, we will start. read go again. What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, so when I look at the Chiefs, 8-1 is fantastic, and he's putting things together. He's winning games, finally, right? After all the ridicule, the first what three seasons, he start, he stopped start playing ass. But this defense is still suspect. His defense is bottom of the league, right? Now, if he takes this into the playoffs, he's going to be one and done. Will he finish the division? I believe he has a good chance. I think he plays ass in one more time, and he's got some other tough games coming up. The Raiders being 6-2, Tico's not tanking. I've always been high on Tico when it comes to him playing ball, so I'm not surprised he's 6-2. I was surprised that he beat you. That was a really good game. I watched it. Um, I'm not too worried about asking him being 5-3. and three. He's got some very – his next three games are, are easy games for him. He'll win those. I mean, shit, he lost to Glenn, so who knows. But I'm confident he can eke those out. Um, Ian needs to play better. He's playing it simple. Chargers have to step up if they want to compete.
3: Yeah, kind of, like, Ian, I just feel is, he's always, like, right there, and I know last year he made the playoffs, and he beat uh, Aston in the first round last year, but it's like, I feel like that team has so much potential, and he's always just, like, right underneath where we feel he should be. Um, you know, I hope he does turn it around, and, you know, I'd love to see a four-headed race all the way through the finish of the season. Um you know, and like you said, Aston, I think he'll be fine as well. He is going to rattle off some wins and, and do that in a hurry. So, you know, I'm not too worried about him. Pat, your
0: thoughts? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough division. I I like the Chiefs. I'm not that worried about, you know, the worries Toph has with their defense. Just because I think Spitta is a good enough, you know, user there to kind of cover up a lot of what they may not be good at. I don't know what's going on with the Broncos. I, I still like them to make a run here and definitely be in the playoffs. I, If I had to bet, I would say they're going to be in the playoffs and not the Raiders. I, just, I think going down the stretch, the Raiders will drop some games, and the Broncos just don't have many games that are going to be difficult outside of playing the Chiefs. And then, you know, depending on how the Titans are playing in Week 14. So I I just don't see there are many more games the Broncos drop. And I – I just don't know if the Raiders can keep winning these great games. And maybe I'm wrong. You know, them beating you should show that they are able to. But I think they're going to struggle in some of these late games and lose the teams they should win. And they have the Chiefs in Week 17. So if that comes down to what they need to win to get to the playoffs, it's going to be really hard for them to hold that spot, I think.
3: Yeah, I mean, and he did just beat Aston as well. Like, Tico's playing well. That defense only allowed 154 points this year. They're, they're a good That's a good team he put together over it's there. It's insane,
2: man. Yeah, it's really it's, insane.
3: It's a good team. My one scare is when he... I, I think that this division will send three teams to the playoffs. My scare for the Chiefs and for the Raiders... You know, I, I don't trust Spitter yet, right? Because right, I right. do have the concerns about the defense as well. And if he gets to feel that pressure in the playoffs, it's a whole different animal, man. He's going to start slinging that ball around a little bit more because he feels he has to play catch-up. Those yes, picks, sir. those he throws one pick, it, it could crumble and, and spiral downward real fast. Um, The Raiders' concern I have is that that is a rookie quarterback – who knows once that weather gets shitty and, you know, that pressure amps up for him as well. Some of the throws he's making now, he may not be making all of those throws moving forward. So that is something to keep an eye on. Uh, Icom, your thoughts.
1: Well, uh, Spita is, he's trending in the right direction, right? One loss. He's playing very well with Patrick Mahomes right now. 78.8% completion rate, only nine interceptions. He threw 32 interceptions last year with Patrick Mahomes. He's on pace to throw 40 touchdowns. Uh, He is running the ball well. Uh, He's ranked third in the league right now on run, uh, second in pass, so the offense is just clicking. He's putting up the points. Again, you're going to have to play defense. There was a couple sketchy plays last night in that Denver game where he probably should have lost that game. Uh, I think the officials got that touchdown uh, catch by the Broncos in the end zone. I think they got that call wrong, and then that would have given the Broncos the lead. I think the Raiders are also playing great, but – If you're going to have to put continually uh, a lot of pressure on Gleason, the rookie, he's going to maybe make some mistakes here down the road. He's going to make some errant throws. He is a rookie after all. Uh, So what's going to happen there when he gets down uh, really big in a game and he's having to rely heavily on that passing game and if the deep routes aren't there for him? don't sleep on Aston. Is he underrated? Hell no, he's not a fucking underrated. That guy is in the perfect spot. They let these guys at the top get comfortable, let them get a little sleepy, and then he's going to sneak right in and then bam, watch, win the division. And then the Chargers, yeah, it's just a tough year for him. Might as well just give him his uh, participation trophy uh, for the season and uh, better luck next year.
3: Yeah, I, I think that the word underrated is not the correct word. Um, it's just like, I when people face Aston, I don't think anyone says, oh, it's Aston, like, let me just play, like, everyone is throwing their best game at Aston, right? It's like in real life when the Patriots were a dynasty, teams would line up to play New England, like, you're getting each team's A game every single week. And, if you know, if you're not on yours, you're going to slip up a couple of times. It, it happens, you know? I don't think that you need to go 16-0 to be a dominant team. So, him sitting at five and three he's right where he needs to be he's gonna rattle off wins like i said it's gonna really put the pressure as he continues to win those games down the stretch that these other teams who haven't consistently done that all cycle they're gonna to have to do that now in order to hold on to the division and that could be an issue as well so it's gonna be a fun race to watch and I'm, I'm looking forward to it we will move on to the nfc north Icom, your division i forget what you said last week i think you said nine and seven you better you better get some wins going. It might be, um, it might be closer to seven and nine at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Three and five for the Vikings sitting at first place. You have the Bears at two and five, the Packers at two and six, and Tofts Lions, who he said was going to... How many wins did you say for them? I
2: seven, said eight, eight and eight. I eight. said eight and eight. And, and when, I, when I made this prediction, <laughs> so he was and I... 0 and seven. Hold on now. Let me defend myself because there has been <laughs> some takes on this. When I made this prediction, he was not 0 and seven. So let's not make it seem like he was 0 and 6, 0 and 7 when I said this. No, right, but was, what was he 0 4? He was 0 3. But tough.
3: But tough. He is historically a bottom three user in this league since he's walked through the door. He's never won more than four games in a season. He's and been ass well, cheeks. I, I put my chips on him. I put
2: my chips on him. Yes, it's I a bad lost, bet. I lost money. Yes, I lost you did. Money.
3: That's a bad bet because he he just he hasn't shown that he can adjust to what teams do and he yeah. doesn't make adjustments and he kind of just plays the same game each
2: week offensively and... yes but his defense is fantastic man and i, I just sure. played against him just now and he's a great user defender and his secondary he has superstars and x-factors all across the board on the secondary so i don't get why he, he his offense is fucking horrible he he throws picks he can't run we're it's in terrible. week nine
3: we're in week nine, and he has scored seventy-five points through seven games. I it's know, terrible. I don't know what's happening. I think he has another game he's playing tonight. Um, but dude, through seven games, you're, you've scored seventy-five points. That's Bro, just abysmal.
2: Yeah, it's abysmal. Just and it, it was, it was, it was absolutely horrible. And I thought he'd pull up. He ended up losing connection in that game, but it was like forty to seven, man. And I was just having a ball.
3: Yeah. Well he's not having a ball no. um i'll let Icom break this one down first it is his yeah. division yeah. mr nine and seven you better fucking put the pedal it's to the metal scary. here because you got some work to do oh
1: my work is cut out for me it's t- it's gonna be a tough road
3: ahead uh the division as
1: a whole we stink obviously uh <laughs> we're the laughing stock of the league as a whole all four teams are just not uh competitive uh, <clears throat> overall. But, yeah, the Lions are going to struggle. He's got a Tom Brady at the end of his career at quarterback, Was uh, starting when I just played him recently, and that throw power shows tremendously. He's got three-pick uh, three set. Uh, he couldn't run the ball. He's got Trent Williams playing right guard. He's got a, a mix and match of all his offensive linemen, like guards at tackle, tackles at guards. So, he's trying a lot of different combinations, and it's just not working out. Uh, the Packers, I didn't expect to lose to the Packers. It was a close game. Uh, you know, first time opponent, you never know how they're going to play. Uh, it was a great game. He ended up winning by six points. So, good win for Theo there. And uh, I got one more against him, and I hope to take that one down. And then Beat, I don't know what Beat does on offense, he just chucks it up. And, you know, closes his eyes and prays for the best uh, because his defense, he plays pretty good defense, especially with having Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith. uh, And he's got some uh, decent uh, defensive backs as well. So uh, I still expect to win the division. Uh, I get my starting quarterback back. He was injured for five weeks. Then he had a two-game suspension because I break the rules. Uh, So he starts in my next game coming up against Aston and the Broncos. Uh, So that should be a fun one. Fucking
3: cheater. Uh Toph, can I get your thoughts?
2: You're gonna see the first I think five and eleven, six and ten team <laughs> for the playoffs. Maybe maybe we may get a four and twelve team. Well no, they'll beat each other up there. Um no, no no no. You're not winning the division. Bro, what I'm is this noise in him. the background? Jesus I don't know Christ, I think can you just
3: you mute your mics? My god
2: fucking Pat eating a bag of chips, you fat fuck. Fat. <laughs> Jeez. Can I talk? Can we go? we opening good? Opening a gift, all right?
3: Yeah, go back. ahead. Opening a gift. How about you mute your mic? All of Red Zone doesn't want to hear this.
2: Did you get your secret, Santa? I did. I actually have to what post that. This is breaking what news. What is man. it? It's
0: a, it's a beautiful Dan the Archer Archer t-shirt. Uh... And it says the Archer across the back of it instead of just Archer, which is great. So. Pretty happy. I haven't actually opened it last night when I was hammered, drunk, and just haven't been taking a photo of it this morning yet. Or today, hey, look, real
3: quick. That's real quick. gonna look great in the fireplace.
2: Yo, so <laughs> <laughs> do you two constantly like get drunk and drink all? I mean, I, I, I want to deviate from the the division real quick. You guys get drunk every day, don't you?
3: Not every no, day. It,
2: there's a snow
0: every day. Every other day, right? I, I may have celebrated a little
3: bit. It's probably like three days a week. It depends. Uh-huh. Like if we are hanging out all weekend, yeah, then the whole weekend is just shot. Like that's it. Like the weekend's cooked from Friday to Sunday. It's just it's a bender. So it it
2: depends. <laughs> all right. So I have Ian. Um I have beat one in division, man. He's he's gonna he's gonna get it at maybe five and eleven. I'm sorry, man. I and you know what? You're playing you're statistically when you look at the stats, you're playing okay. You're in the middle of the road across the board there mikey so I, I don't i don't get it. so i get it you didn't have your quarterback now you have your quarterback are you gonna win some games here having this new quarterback having your young guy playing some games for you no it's not enough b's gonna win the division packers are are, are terrible and detroit's terrible so that's just my take on that
3: uh pat if you're not too busy unwrapping your gifts i'd love to hear your thoughts
0: how many games did I say the Vikings would um win last? One was it what they have six win team and then six and ten or something like that. Or yeah, I I may have overstated what it's going to be. Like we if beat doesn't win the division, like Toff thinks he might. I think we see a five win team go to the playoffs, and <laughs> it's gonna be really interesting. But yeah, other than that, I mean, this it's just a a shamble of a division, like. It seems like the NFC North always ends up being that, but <laughs> like not one of you guys outscore your opponents, and it just gets worse as you get on the board. Like you're putting up 20, the Bears putting up 19, Packers 16, and the Lions putting up 10. And Then those points you're allowing just go up also. So it's just you know no, no one's doing what they need to to win games, and I think we're going to see that to end out this season. No one there's He's no games won.
2: He's trying. I'm when I watch Mikey's trying. game, you're not, you're not. So I shouldn't, I'm not attacking you by it. But I'm saying he's trying. When I watched Mikey's games recently, he's not bad. He, he really isn't. I know I talk a lot of shit. Some of it is joking, right? But you're not bad. You don't make a lot of, you don't make a lot of terrible throws. Shit just doesn't go your way sometimes. And I, I, I noticed that, right? Now, there are some games where you are fucking horrible. But then there's some games where you're really fucking good. And I'm like, yo, where is this? When you play me? Or when you play like Moji, you're fucking balling out. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Lay over, expose your belly. Let me get my fucking W <laughs> and let me go about my business. But then you play these <laughs> other teams and you're rolling over, exposing your belly. So I don't get it. Is it inconsistency? It, it may be, man. Yeah. You're not bad, though. You're not.
1: Appreciate that. And yes, I do have consisten- consistency
3: issues, for sure.
2: Just win the fucking division and get this shit over You should... You should- <laughs> You should have this wrapped up. You should have had this wrapped up by week 10.
3: Yeah, it should be wrapped up. But it's like the Lions are still mathematically yes. <laughs> very much in it <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at 0-7. You know, this is the real-life NFC East. And, uh, I, um, again, we're all pulling for you. I want you to figure it out. I want you to get it done.
2: I'm not pulling
3: for them. Well, I <laughs> I, you guys have too much faith in Pete Oven. He just lets you down time and time again, yeah, and you don't man, learn. You just don't learn. That. Um, let's move on. NFC South, the Panthers looking real solid at 6-2. and two. You have the Falcons at 5-3, and three, the Bucks stumbling at 3-4, and four, and the Saints are just a dumpster fire at 2-6. and six. Uh, Toph, I will start with you. What are your thoughts on this division?
2: Thank you. Uh, I'm not playing great. I am now 4-4 four and four now, by the way, but I'm not playing great. I don't know what has clicked with the Panthers. But it's all making sense for him—the running, the passing, his defense. He's got the right pieces as far as the superstars and X factors on across the board. Um, getting rid of CMC, like I said the previous podcast, man, I thought was a huge mistake because that's the centerpiece of his offense. And then he traded his second best receiver. But it didn't matter because now he's playing better. So I also made the point of—of of, I won't suck his dick too long—but I, I made the point of getting rid of CMC. Getting rid of a guy that you always have to go to, knowing that now you get to make some more options. That that's probably the case here, right? Um, this is this is what I expected a division to be going out from from the start, right, from season one, and now it's it's showing that intuition of of Panthers, Falcons, Bucks, and I always always had the Saints being bottom tier, so I like it, man. It's competitive.
3: Uh, Pat, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, it's a weird. Vision kind of uh, the the Panthers I like a lot. I really thought the Falcons and Bucks though were going to be the ones that were kind of running away with this division, and the Bucks just are already out of it. I, I kind of said that last week that they wouldn't pull through this season, but uh, these Panthers—they're winning big games. I mean, the win against the Bucks is great, but then they lose to the Packers in Week Seven, and that scares me because they let up a ton it of a rushing yards. It, it was, oh, a was a sim Okay, it then was a sim. This whole thing i had about how the rushing yards show that there might be a weakness in this defense doesn't matter so <laughs> i don't know i like the pa- i like the panthers to have their shot at the playoffs i just the saints aren't going to do anything so it's not probably talking about them but i don't see the... the falcons have some tough games finishing up the season and they you know they finish with titans panthers week 15 16 and then they should get a win against the saints but I do still going to play the Bucs twice. Probably giving that edge
2: oh, to the Stop, you don't know what you're talking about. He's already fucking swept me, so I don't have to. He doesn't play the Bucs twice. He's beaten me already. He's played the Falcons once, and he should take the I'm talking the, about the Falcons. But you meant the Panthers. My bad. <laughs> Falcons
0: still play you twice. I'm talking about, I think you're going to beat them and have the chance to go for the wild card. I just the, the Falcons' end of the season's tough. The Panthers are, are going to win the division. It's, I think it's a race between the Falcons and the Bucks for who's going to get that wild card spot. Not over, man. <laughs> you have three wins. He
3: yeah, but he four. has four. He has a sim to win, that's so four. he's really only two games back. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's it's not over yet. I mean, the way the Panthers are playing defense, they've only allowed 137 points this season. It, that's really good. Like the, the yeah. defense looks great. I mean, he he's playing smart football. So if he continues to do this, I think he'll be fine. Um, but. He, I mean, there's every season Malik looks like he's right there and kind of falls apart a little bit. So that is something to keep an eye on. Ike, what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah, so I was playing uh, the Panthers and we disconnected. It was a close game. It was 17-10. So we just went ahead and straight simmed it. But he's playing just great ball on both sides, great offense, great defense. And I agree with like, uh, you know, with there's no pressure now really on him with since he doesn't have CMC. So uh, that trade is looking better. He runs very good with Cam Akers, uh, who he received in that trade. And I expect the Panthers to ultimately win this division. Though The Falcons record looks favorable. Kelly still throws a lot of interceptions. I think he's at 19 uh, without the current game counted that he just finished uh, against Reed. Um, Bucks at 4-4 four and four now. Uh, they're, they're still in the race. They still can make some damage. They can make some noise, uh, get a shot there if they can – up some uh, games and uh, win some games so they can have a shot at a wild card but got to get them interceptions down you got to get ron jones ronald jones has one rushing touchdown got to get the into that red zone there and get that ball in the end zone and then the saints just a bad
2: season. that's why
1: <laughs> spencer's just playing bad uh He'll he'll be up a couple points. Uh, I think. Well, he was winning his game last night, and then he just blew it, and it
3: just it, it just fell apart for him. So, and I think that's just kind of uh, how his season's going to go the rest of the way. His cycle's gonna. Uh, are we at the point now? Is Spencer's a bottom five user, is he not? Like, yeah. he has to be, well, he he, he, he comes, he defends it all the time and says that he isn't, right? He, he is. always has, he, this guy has more excuses than a kid in middle school who forgot to do his homework. Like, every right. time he defends himself, he's got a list of excuses that's a mile long. Like, dude, you're just not good. Like, I, like yeah. I'm sorry, you're bottom five at this point. Yeah, it, that, I, that team still has a lot of talent on it. Like, that's not a bottom five roster. I'm sorry. It should have a
1: lot more talent. I think he made a lot of mistakes, and well, I know. Was, yeah. I, I bet yeah. he wishes he could go back to the start and he'd do it a, a whole lot differently.
2: But
3: even through. when he was, even when he took the stock roster, right? What did he finish that year? Eight and eight. Did he get nine wins? No, he did
2: not finish eight and eight. He finished seven and nine. Seven
3: and nine. So he yeah. hasn't finished above five hundred all cycle with the Saints. No. That and is that's putrid. That's awful. That like that's terrible that can't happen and you know he says guys gang up on him and they pick on him but we try to give him advice and he just Ooh, doesn't listen it goes no in one, one and
2: That no, no one's picking on him anymore that bro, ship has sailed a long I, time ago i definitely picked on him after <laughs> i, I pick on him too but it's bad, he deserves and then he it like what moji said last night moji I, you, you tweeted not tweeted but you put it into the discord like how did you drop that that lead bro and he just like I, made some emoji about it you know
3: dude it's just like this is poor to watch. It, it's a struggle to watch. Especially coming from that bloodline with how good those coaches are in the Beach family. Like this is just sad to see. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll move on to the other Beach Division. We'll go to the NFC East. The
1: Eagles. Well, before at- you
2: move on, I was hey. gonna cut you off right here. And, and, I wanna I wanna touch on Spence one more time and it, because I think he falls into the category of, of inconsistency also. Because there's been games where I've seen him play incredible. And I've seen him play Offense and defense across the board, he was just magnificent, right? And I've seen him play piss poor to where it's like, all right, this is the spin that we know. If he can get it together, man, it might be a chance that he can. Well, no, it's not. This cycle's done. But <laughs> hopefully, next cycle, Bro, if, he can.
3: If he can get it together, that's like that's such a like. If I win the lottery, my life will be drastically different. Like, no shit. Yeah. But he's not gonna yeah. get it together. It's, it's not like right... gonna happen. It's just not. I mean, at this point, like you can. Pencil him in for fourth place every single season and move on. It's done. And we're gonna move on because that's done. Moving on to the NFC East. You have the Eagles at four and four. Pretty surprising. Um, I know a lot of people lost a lot of money this past week, Pat, uh, for the sports book Oh, with, it was Beautiful. By the way, I've been beautiful. on fire with these lines the last two weeks. So I would like some credit. Um Cowboys sitting at three it's and five. Good. Football team at two and six, the Giants at three and six, just another ugly division. Uh, expected a lot more from Adele here. Hasn't been playing great. Um, pretty inconsistent this year, but you know, he's coming off of his success. So, how much does it really matter? Uh, we'll start with Pat. Your thoughts?
0: I mean, it, it's Beach's year, he's never going to get this opportunity. again. He,
3: this is not Beach's year. He's three and six.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't care. The Eagles are four and four.
3: Like, like it's not, it's not his year.
0: It's, but it's the only, it's the closest he'll ever be to a wild card race. So he has to somehow figure out how to make it his year and capitalize coming through the end. The Washington football team's not playing good. He still gets to play them twice. Yes, he has to play the Panthers and the Jets. They're both playing good. But outside of that, I mean, he plays the Eagles. I, I, I'm not just going to pencil him that he beats the Eagles, even though he just did. I don't think he's going to do it again. But outside of those three games. He can win these, a lot of these games. And what's up, that put him at 6-9. and It's still not that good. The West is
3: sending three playoff teams. Like, it's going to. The NFC West is such a good division. They're sending three teams. You You have to win win the
0: division to get in.
3: And I just don't see Adele dropping that many. That Beach is going to catch him. I just don't see
0: it. And Beach would have to beat him again. And then somehow beat Ewer, Malik, which I don't see happening, but the Eagles just aren't playing great right now. And they play the Cardinals, they play the Niners, they have to play the Seahawks. Like, there's games they can drop also, and that's saying they're going to beat the Washington football team twice. And they're going—I don't know if that game already happened—but and then beat the Cowboys and beat some of the other teams. Yeah, I think Adele's going to go to the playoffs again with a shitty record. But if you're beat right now, like you're not going to have the thing where you're one or two games behind. With you know six seven weeks ago, so like this is his chance he, to if he wants to see the playoffs, to cycle, the door is open now. It's time for him to go get it.
3: Yeah, I don't think the door is open at all. come um, um, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think the the Eagles are just experiencing a little bit of that Super Bowl hangover. I'm not panicked about them sitting at four and four. I think it's still clearly their division. Uh, their two toughest games the remaining are the Cardinals and the Niners. I think he definitely. Gets his revenge on beach in their next game when they play. He's got the football team twice, which I think he wins both those games. And then he finishes with the Seahawks and the Dolphins, which I think he'll win both those games as well. So I see him finishing at 10 and 6, easily winning that division. The Giants, the Cowboys, and the football teams just don't have enough. I mean, Bell's got. White Greg's number. I don't think White Greg's ever beat Adele, uh, beaten Adele. The beach just doesn't have enough to get there, and then Weaves, he's just playing for the for the fun of it. So I think he's just out there <laughs> having fun on the virtual gridiron.
3: Toph, your thoughts.
2: Alright, so Adele's playing fucking games, and I think he's trying to keep one up for how terrible he can be to get to the playoffs and then win a game. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these fucking stats. He's top ten in everything. Some stats he's even in the top five. Hertz is playing really well. His backups are are not. I I don't I don't. He's fucking playing around. I think he's gonna try to go, like maybe eight and eight, nine and seven again, just to fucking make a run in the playoffs again, just to try to, I guess, test himself because he knows this division is fucking trash. I'm gonna, that'd, be is help, that'd be a hell of a
3: trouble job. <laughs> I mean i know for a fact that he doesn't I mean, look he went
2: at seven and then went the whole way on the road
3: right and and you What's know that? he doesn't like home playoff games right because there's a snow every single playoff game in philly See i think that i think that is something he does try to avoid i'm not saying he's b- losing games on purpose though i do think that mm-hmm. that's a little much but i mean it's also so, when man. when your division is this bad and especially with brett taking a step back and clearly tanking again it's like well how are you getting up for these games right like who get like you like literally you just sign on you're slouched in your chair you're not sitting up for these like you're just coasting with this division. they're so bad the Giants are abysmal the Cowboys are abysmal and you know yeah. Washington's put themselves in a situation where I, they're trying to be abysmal so uh it, it's just he really just has to show up and play and he's probably gonna win more than he loses and that's gonna get, be enough to get it done so I just think that the effort isn't there because it doesn't have to be
2: well, he's going to, like you just said, he's going to win over losing, and he knows once it's Adele, playoff time, he's going to go to playoff mode Adele, right? It's a fucking Transformer, robots in disguise. That's what this shit is right now, man. <laughs> so I'm not sold on it whatsoever about him being uh, uh, four a 4-4. Four. It does not concern me at all. What I would like to see, though, out of this division is a positive from the Cowboys, man. This is another guy with a hell of a roster out of stock, and then he's, he's made some questionable moves, and he does questionable moves on the field. when you you watch him play he does like option play instead of fucking running the ball with zeke when it's third and two fourth and one if he's gonna go for it shit like that's not gonna get it done maybe down the line he'll never win his division it's a dells but i i would like to see him make a playoff run at least once this cycle
3: well it's probably not gonna happen so (laughs) he just can't put it together man and and I think that he's learned a lot this cycle just from speaking with him and, you know, hearing all of the, like, the GM stuff lately that I, you know, that I've said to him and that Adele put out on his podcast and then that we talked about last week. Like, I think he's picking more stuff up and like, oh, these moves are probably pretty shitty. I shouldn't have done that, but it it's too late now, right? So, like, you can't put the milk back in the cow, but I think for the future, he'll be okay. But I, I think that this team's not in a great spot. Like, I don't love the roster anymore. That old line has a lot of holes. It's a bitch to go get good old linemen, right? And you get rid of two ninety-five plus offensive linemen. Like you're gonna you're gonna struggle. And I think that he'd be much better off with both of those players and not trading for Kinlaw. Um, but I I just don't see it. I don't think he's ever consistent enough on the sticks i do think he plays pretty good defense offensively he just turns the ball over a lot he makes a lot of questionable play calls um you know he he picks plays by play type and not formation he has no idea what personnel's out on the field like things like that are just all that shit adds up and it it just it makes it harder for you to be successful, in my opinion. So, I don't see him making a run this whole cycle. Hopefully, next year he'll have a fresh start, be in a new place, and maybe he can get something going over there, but that's a long way away and something I'm not really concerned with right now. So, I don't see it happening. Anything else? Is that it on the East? It's it on the East. Beautiful. Pretty Move sad. on. That's NFC true. West. The Niners dropping two straight, sitting at 6-2. and two. You have the LA Rams coming out of Nowhere did not expect this. Got to tip your hat to Jim. He's off to a six and two start Seahawks at five and three Cardinals at five and four. This race is going to be insane for the rest of the season. Um, I am not too concerned with Ernest losing two straight, just like myself. It happens. Um, again, 16 and zero is not his concern. He's worried about making the playoffs, getting in there. And then that the real season will start. Uh, I do like what he's doing. His, you know, point differentials insane. He was blowing teams out early. Um, you know, and then things kind of caught up to him the past few weeks, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's something to concern. He should be concerned with, uh, you look at the Rams. He, yeah, he's doing a great job. That defense is awesome. That defense is, is real tough to score on. Jim's a tough out every week. If he can keep turnovers down, it looks like Jim will be going to the playoffs this year. Uh, what he will do when he's in there. I'm not sure. Um, but you know, defense wins championships, man. And if you have a defense like that, that's tough to score on. And, you know, in a division like this, that's, probably the best division in the league, and you have the best defense in that division. Like I, It's pretty good. Um, I think that his new offensive style has helped him. It has helped him cut down on interceptions, and therefore the defense isn't on the field the whole game and, and stuck in short-yarded situations. So it's good. I, I mean... I don't trust him a ton once we make the playoffs, but I think it's a big step for Jim to get there, and, and let's see what he can do. Uh, you look at the Seahawks sitting at 5-3. and three, Still don't love the Henry trade. It's been up and down. I mean, it opens things up definitely for the rest of his offense, Um, but still kind of scoring. You know, least points scored in this division is pretty surprising, Um, you know, but second-best defense uh, scoring-wise. So we'll see what Cad can do, and I'm a little concerned with remesu and those Cardinals. Five and four is not where I expected him to be. Um I don't know. I don't even know what the issue is. Like his numbers don't look bad either. I think he's just run into some tough opponents and guys kind of caught on to what he's doing, and you know it'll be interesting to see what he does to kind of get himself out of this hole. Uh Eichel, what are your thoughts on the West?
1: Yeah, I'm not hitting the panic button on Ernest losing two in a row. Um, I think though everyone should watch the the last game there between the Cardinals and 49ers. I think uh, that we saw that, that Ram put out a pretty good blueprint on how to defend uh, Lamar Jackson because he also was three-pick three, uh, three pick set. So, But I still think this is the 49ers division to lose. Jim, I would like to see more offensive p- firepower uh, from his offense. I know he, it's on purpose, uh, the way he's playing, because his defense is so stout. But uh, Christian McCaffrey is averaging 3.3 yards a game run. Uh, uh, per carry. I think that number needs to get up uh, and he needs to get a CMC into some more space so he can provide that firepower for the offense. I played CAD last night, the Seahawks. I mean, Derrick Henry, yeah, it wasn't probably the best trade, but Derrick Henry is still bulldo- bulldozing guys. I was stacking the box. He was still running over everybody, uh, but his pass game is not very impressive. Uh, so if you can shut down Derrick Henry, I think the Seahawks are in trouble. And then the Cardinals, I, I think they're just catching some bad breaks. They're a great team. I think they're still in the running to, uh, for a, a, a position uh, or wild card spot. Uh, but I think uh, ultimately, uh, Ernest wins this division.
3: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, Pat, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I actually, I think the Rams are going to win the division. I I, th- I think they're going to hold on just because this de- like you guys are saying, his defense is that good. And he's already beat some good teams recently. Um, I believe it might just – nope. I'm not. He beat the Eagles in the last game. So that's that's the game I was thinking about. I think that gives him a lot of confidence that this less high-powered offense, less turnover ball offense can keep him in games. Like He put up 35 points against them. It's the most points he's scored all season so far. I think that will just kind of – it kind of adds into the game plan that he's had. He's been winning games by, you know, scoring what he needs to and not, like, just having a great defense playing. But when you're able to put 35 against someone like Adele, it, it's just confidence. And he's coming into – his season gets harder, you know, playing the Niners twice throughout the way. You get the Cardinals, Seahawks, you know, Seahawks twice. So it's it's a lot left to do. But I, I like to see him just knocking in turnovers. Winning some of these bigger games because I actually like this team to go into the playoffs. You know, when you have a defense that good, normally I would, like Jim gets in the playoffs and if he's just trying to outgun people, I wouldn't have any faith. But turnovers, if he's getting turnovers with his defense and in the playoffs, like it will win him games. And outside of that, yeah, it's the Niners. I mean, easily could also win the division. And he's done it in the playoffs. He'll do it again. This team's just, the offense is scary. You know, it's it's, fu- it's funny to have two teams tied for first place in that division, kind of with polar opposite playing styles. So it'll be interesting to see which one you know has success, and everyone will think it's earnest. But I like the defense taking pressures off
2: Jim.
3: And read your thoughts.
2: Hmm. He's not turning the ball over as bad as I thought he would be. Um, four for five, right out of his ratio there, and CMC isn't having the best. When it comes to running average, he's three point three yards a carry. We can all see that stat. We all have it pulled up. what What is awesome about Jim is he's he's beating quality teams, man. when you when you watch some of his games, um <sighs> hard to put hard to put a finger on what's been sexy for him, what is what has been missing for him, not just this cycle, but all the other cycles where he's been terrible. What what is the what is the reason why he's winning games now? And if you look at his schedule, he's got some games that he can win here. He's got he's got a nice strong finish, man. I think he can beat Cad. I think he can he won't beat Ernest. But he's, he's got the Cowboys, he's got Steelers, he's got the Saints. And his last two are brutal, right? But if he can make it out of that little small stretch there with at least four of those wins, dude. Like you just said, Jim's in the playoffs, and Jim's in the playoffs is a scary out. Who wants to fucking lose to Jim in the playoffs and be one and done? Nobody. Yeah, so I, I um, agree with you. When I, when I look at when I look at Lamar and the Forty ers I'm not worried about Ernest. He's probably gonna beat my ass after advance. Um, I don't have any success with him, so he'll probably be seven and two, right? Um, Ramesu's playing okay. If you look at his stats, he's not playing bad. He's when he's winning some, he's losing some close games. He's not getting blown out. So, some things to clean up there on that side of the ball. I like what Cat's doing, though. Five and three, and and Henry is having damn near five yards to carry, and he's splitting the carry. So, Henry's not getting the bulk of the load like he did in Tennessee. He's having a chance to actually put this guy on some rest and have him come in green and really just run. And plus, he's been activating his X factor. Every time I watch the Seahawks game, Henry's in the fucking zone. So, If you can keep that up, man, and and you know what? The biggest thing that I like about Cat is he's finally using fucking DK. After all the shit we've talked, and not just shit, but just facts of him putting him in the slot, putting him in the third fucking part of his depth chart and never seeing the field, he's finally using him. He's not leading the team in catches, but he's finally having him on the field, and he should have been an X Factor by now, so maybe it's not too late.
3: Yeah, I think uh, cutting Cooks definitely helped him with that um, because – now he really doesn't have a choice, right? He has to play DK, and you know his roster decisions and trying to clear cap space just forced him to use the guy he should have been using all along, so it ended up working out for him. Um, that is it for the division wrap-up. We will move on to the hot slice. Um, so I am going to give my hot slice to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I do like what he's doing. I do think he's playing really well. We did talk about the defense a few minutes ago, and... You know, if you can play defense and not turn the ball over, and he's a pretty consistent team when it comes to throwing and passing. He's got two wide receivers out there that are a nightmare, and his running game is really good too. So I think with the amount of talent that he has on that offense surrounding Gleason, I think that, you know, he's in a good spot. Jacobs is a real tough back to bring down. You have Ruggs balling out. Waller at tight end is tough. Uh, The guy Woodson he has been was devving last year is – you know, still a good player, um, and then you have Renfro in the slot, I mean, that's a lot of things to defend, the O-line is good, the D-line is really good, I think that going and making that trade with Spencer to go pick up uh, Sheldon Rankins was a huge move for him, it really solidifies that D-line, I mean, <laughs> he's got Ferrell, he's got Preston Smith, he's got Rankins, um, you know, like, that the whole defensive line is just, they're stacked, I mean, there's really nothing you can do. It's tough to run the ball against them. Uh, then you have Levante David back there. Um, you know, the middle linebacker kind of just taking up the middle of the field. His strong safety, <coughs> Abrams, is really good. Uh, so I really like this team. I think he's done a good job retooling. He used his tankier really well. And, I mean, hey, from from worst to first is is really a thing. It kills me to see my old cornerback, Blassant Austin, who took less money to go here, have six interceptions already and balling out. Um, that doesn't make me happy, but I mean, good for him. I, I think Tico's going to have a good year. I think he will definitely be a playoff team. And, you know, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up, up winning this division, man. I, I Something about how Spitt has played for you know this whole cycle until this season, I just... I'm not trusting a guy after eight, nine weeks, right? Like when you've proved to me for three plus seasons that you haven't been able to do it. And just because you're off to a good start, like Tico's made the playoffs before. Yeah, he went one and done. Um, But, you know, at least he's had a little bit more success and then he was actively tanking. So he has my hot slice. I think he will keep this up. And I would not be surprised at the end of the season if the Raiders do win the division. Uh, We will go to Pat. Who is your hot slice?
0: Mine is going to be the Rams. I know I just kind of spoke about them. But I, I like him a lot. You know, I'm not going to say a whole lot more. They're definitely my hot slice. A lot of that is because of the win over the Eagles. Uh, I, Like I said before, I think it sets him up really well. But outside of that, they lost to the Browns week one. You know, he's still kind of figuring out the team, figuring out what he's doing. But then he has some great wins versus the Cardinals. You know, he lost to the Ravens. That's not a game he lost. And he's winning the games he, he's supposed to win when he needed to. And then he takes down the Eagles. He's going to have to show a lot in weeks 10, 11, and 12 because he plays the Seahawks twice, plays the Niners. But he's doing what he needs to do. You know, he's putting up points with a bad passing offense, just not one that's putting up yards. But he's only allowing 17 points a game on average. And I, it's not that hard to put up 21 points a lot. of tech. You know, he has Cam Newton. Cam Newton's shown that he's, he can be very good in red zone. I mean, only having four touchdowns and five interceptions is bad. But he's running, he's running the ball pretty good. It's just he's getting tur- – it's just turnover after turnover after turnover. You know, one of his – Burgess has seven interceptions. He, you know, Donald has two forced fumbles, and there's a few others from the team. Like, it's just – how are you supposed to change that? You know, so I, I like him a lot. I think he's hot. I think he's got to prove himself. He could easily be my cold slice come next podcast three or four weeks down the road. But I, I want him to build off this win over Adele and really see what he can do with it.
3: And we will go to read What is your hot slice?
2: I was gonna pick Patsy. So went on that fucking rant just now, just to get full circle <laughs> to back to what he what, what he really wanted to say. It, it felt like you were building him up and then you took him back down again, and then you built him back up. Like that didn't make any sense.
3: It's just <laughs> a great story arc. I mean, <laughs> <come on.
2: laughs> I guess it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> You got to fucking love Pat. No, I'm going to go with Pat, man. You're playing really well. I watched your most recent game. Thank you for beating the Falcons. I appreciate that. When I look at your schedule, you got the Saints coming up. You got me. I'm beating your ass. No problem. But you have the Chargers, Texans, Browns, Bengals. That this game will be close, but I think you 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 have better stick skills to beat him. Your Baltimore game, you're going to win that. There's a good chance that you may not lose the game except to <laughs> me, Right. So, so I like it, bro. 13-3, yeah, you, 13-3.
0: 13-3 is the new
2: Jags. final. I, li- I like I I like the schedule. My own, I like the schedule. I like the way you're playing. You you, you went from five play pat to seven play <laughs> pat now. So there's been some progression, man. Those two plays mean a lot, man. They they open up does, the entire dude. new offense. It does, man. You know what? And I, I watched one of your games, and I I you ran what play was it? It was something dig. You ran it in the first quarter. And then you ran it in the second quarter, and you ran it in the third quarter. You're mixing it up, man. I'm so <laughs> proud of you, bro. Hopefully, you can You're continue your success. But you got um, my hot sauce.
3: I'm, I'm sick. I come. Who's your hot team?
1: <laughs> it's gotta be Blueprint in his Baltimore Ravens right now. Uh, after starting 0 and three, they've rang all five wins of five win five quality wins in a row, starting with. Ah, beating the five and three Titans, then the six and two Rams, then the five and three Steelers, then the six and two Forty ers and lastly the four and four Browns. So he's beaten quality teams. He's got a. Not a very tough schedule going forward. I think he's figured it out with Bill Harris not to put too much pressure on him because the rookie of the year on this team is his running back, Fox, who is rushing for over five yards a carry, seven touchdowns. He's got 32 receptions. He's getting pressure on defense. I think Blueprint has always played pretty good defense, Uh, and he started off with a great defense here in Baltimore, and he's uh, only added to that. Uh, Oluquan has seven sacks. Vitavea uh four, so he's getting pressure on the quarterback. Uh he's getting interceptions, and I think if he continues to play the way he is, he's gonna ultimately win this division over the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh maybe do some damage in the playoffs. So I think he's he's real hot right now.
3: Cool. I don't hate that take. Uh we will move on to the cold slice. Um my cold team, and this is probably gonna bite me in the ass at advance, but I'm going with the Steelers. I don't love what's happening there offensively. When you look at the quarterback play, he's played musical quarterback all season long, and it's not working. Teddy Bridgewater is completing 62% of his passes. Uh, he has three touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That is bad. You have Jake Fromm, who played sparingly, and... He's completing 68%. He's the best of the three. He has three touchdowns, three interceptions. Then you go to Jacob Eason, who he traded for with that, you know, that sneaky little draft move that him and Jake worked out that didn't count as a trade, and this has been a disaster. He's got 63% completion percentage, two touchdowns, five interceptions. So, I mean, (laughs) between all his quarterbacks here, he's got eight touchdowns and what are we at 19 picks that like, that's not good. Uh, the running game has taken a step back from where it was last season. Babineau still having a good year, but you know what he run for 20 touchdowns last season, he's at five right now, halfway through the season. Um, you know, Pettis has three. So I, I just think that the offense has been a little bit of a step back from what he's had in the past, especially on the ground. Now the defense is still really good. Um, You know the the D line is awesome. He traded for Chris Jones. Michael Lewis looks good. Burns is a really good end. Uh, You have T J Watt there still. So I still like what he's doing defensively, and you know his secondary is not. He's got two really good safeties. So I think that keeps him in in a lot of games with how bad the offense has been. Uh, If he did not have a top notch defense, I think that this team would be way worse than they are right now. And. I think Baltimore will run away with the division. Um, He does have the defense, so I think it will keep him in games, and it will be a tight race. Uh, So as long as the defense can kind of bail him out, he may be okay, but with the way the offense is playing right now and they drop two straight, he is my cold slice. Uh, Icom, who is yours?
1: I'm going with – I could have went with the easy pick and piled on the Detroit Lions, but I'm not going to pick on that young man today. I'm going with the Cincinnati –
3: all right, guys. Right. Right, here's, here's my thing. I know it's your first one picking these. Yeah. Lions, not a cold slice. Shit <laughs> ingredients. Bad pizzeria. You're in a poor neighborhood that just doesn't get good quality ingredients. So that's not a cold slice. It's just a bad slice of pizza. Okay. So I, I like that you changed it. I respect that. Yeah, bang, so, uh, Bangles are a slightly better pizzeria, but it's still not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's not great. And I think the Bangles have gotten away from uh, what was successful for them in the past, and that was running the ball heavily with Joe Mixon, which they've seemed to have gotten away from that. They're putting a lot more uh, pressure on Joe Burrow. Uh, He's thrown 12 interceptions and only four touchdown passes, only averaging 16 points a game. That's 31st ranked in the league and giving up 24 points. Uh, So I think if he went back to the ways of the past and get Joe Mixon heavily involved, uh, he might – uh, be able to get back into maybe getting to a 500, but I don't believe that's going to happen because I think he's going to stick with his current mo, and it's just he's going to have a top 10 pit.
3: Ah, uh, Reed, who is your Colt slice?
2: So I'm torn between is being a bad slice and a cold slice because I when, I when I look at the the Colts when I when I look at this team, their offense is incredible. He's going to have he's going to have the chance to have a thousand yard running back. Have 3,000 yard receivers and Cam and, and Killings. If he can stop cheating, stay on the field, he can have another successful season. But the yeah. defense is absolutely terrible, man.
3: Yeah, and I know Adele yeah, I know. talked about it the other day. He spent so much money on that defense, and and I don't think it's bad ingredients, right? I just think that this is a case who you have a chef that's really not ready to get back there and cook all day long. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I do. It's just, it's like, I he, this team should not be anywhere close to the record that they are. There's talent everywhere at every single level. So, yeah, I'll accept that as a I slice. It's not a bad take. I just don't understand what's happening there. I'm so, like, mind blown by it.
2: When I played him, he beat the shit out of me, and it wasn't close. Um, I think I had some garbage points that made it look decent, but the first three quarters were just fucking stomping me, man. And and I can't blame it on Madden. He was just beating my ass. So when I, I look at that, right, what's going on with Jake? To why he's why he's two and six and playing so bad? It's because he's cold, man. This offense is clicking still with him even cheating, and with this TD ratio to picks ratio still being bad. Yeah, I I,
0: I was looking at who to pick here, and it's tough because, yeah, you can't pick the shitty ingredients, so I can't pick the Jets, and I can't pick some of these other teams that are low in the totem pole because all of them are winning games right now. You know, you look at some of the the teams that aren't at the top of the division, but I just want to go to the Dolphins, but the Dolphins are on a three-game win streak, I think. And so I I can't say they're cold. So I almost have to just pile on with the Colts. And I think the reason it's not clicking is that I think Killings almost works against Jake's play style. He has this flashy quarterback, and he knows he's good, and he wants to be able to use it. But Jake, he's good when he's running the ball. And I just don't think he's running the ball the way he needs to.
2: And as you can see from
0: him, you know, not getting it you think he
2: is he's running the three ball guys the he needs five to? Yards to, carry. to carry. He's absolutely running the ball very yeah, well. Yeah, but Jake. He, needs, he needs to
3: run the ball more is kind of what yeah, Ben's yeah. saying. Okay. Like, he's not yeah. running it yeah, no, like, it, it. yeah, his yards per carry is great, but he's not getting those guys enough carries. He's sitting mm-hmm. back there and trying to throw it all over the yard with killings You're right, ever since he got his flashy toy, it's and cheating. that's been biting yeah. him in the ass. Yeah, you absolutely
2: right.
0: Yeah, like Jake, Jake is good when he when he, he runs and runs and he throws the ball on third down or he finds his places to sneak in the Big passing play, but it's not like it doesn't work for him when he's trying to come out and throw the ball and overpower you. It's just you know he yeah he's still running the ball well, but every game I played against him, like if he had just committed to running early, one he wouldn't have thrown the interceptions and he wouldn't have you know let the other team have the ball that much. But he just he would control clock and he would get into these battles. His defense, as much as they are letting up points, like that's just like because they're they're being on the field too much. He needs to you know he needs to stop these turnovers and really commit to the run game. And I think the Colts as they are here are good. Like he doesn't have to change a whole lot. But for right now he's definitely cold because he's just he's playing an offense that's not really him and maybe it becomes him. You know, maybe he's just gonna take a few years and you know a season from now he'll be ripping the ball with killings and he'll just get his fifteen runs just to get him. you You know, so we'll see where it goes, but it's just not what I'm used to seeing from him and it's not working yet.
3: Right. And if you don't have a good defense, what's the best way to hide a bad defense? You keep them on the sideline, right? You're an offensive heavy team. That's clearly the strength in your bread and butter. Like I, I, I think Pat makes a great point. Like, these guys are on the field a lot because you're turning the ball over a lot, and you know, you're when you sling the ball like that, you're gonna get a lot of three and outs and a lot of, you know, quick possessions, right? Like you're punting right away, punting it back, and they're not a lot of times coming off that clock. That defense doesn't really get a chance to rest up. So I, I think that he does need to kind of fix his play style and get back to the old Jake that was good and on the cusp of winning or going to Super Bowls and, you know, making playoff runs where he was a very run heavy team. And, you know, I couldn't just sit and pass coverage all day and, and kind of expect what's coming. So I think if he does a better job of getting, his running backs, like Jonathan Taylor needs to run the ball 20 times a game. It shouldn't be he's running at 12, his backup has four carries, and then that's the end of it. He needs to get that guy more touches and, and get him more involved. Because uh, like you said, Reed, they are running for a good yard per carry, right? So they're effective when he's giving them the ball, but they're only so effective when they only get limited touches. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think that is something that he needs to uh, to work on. Um, Moving on. Everyone did their cold slice, right? I lost track. I think that was all three. Yep, fuck it. Uh, Little Caesar's slice. I kind of have to go, and the numbers really don't back it up well, but I, I have to go with the Chiefs because, yeah, I mean, we talked about their defense isn't good, but his offense has been fantastic, right? And it's just... There's no, there's no like statistical evidence to back up what I'm going to say, but it's just the feeling of, I don't trust him to not turn the ball over at some point. Right. Just because of what we've seen. Right. So I just have a feeling that, yeah, he's listen, he's played great. But until you prove that you could do this for a whole season, I I just can't buy in yet. You know, I've been fooled by this story too many times and, you know, maybe he has figured it out and whatever he's (coughs) doing is clicking. Right. But. I think that as teams start to watch Spitta more now that he's winning games, guys are going to tune into the, his stream a lot more often. I haven't watched really, you know, a Chiefs game all, all cycle outside of that first season because I was curious, right? Like I'm not like, oh, the Chiefs are playing. Let me let me tune in. This is a team I need to scout. Like I just haven't done that all cycle. So like now that he's actually in competition and about to go to the playoffs like that's a team that guys are going to start watching a lot more closely and pick up on more of what he's doing and I think that he will start throwing more interceptions as the season winds down and we get to the playoffs and if that defense is bad like I said earlier when we touched on the Chiefs if they're giving up points man he's going to start having to sling that ball and come from behind a little bit too against some of these better playoff teams I don't really trust him to be able to do that. So again, there's no statistical evidence right now to back up what I'm saying, but I it's just a gut feeling that I have, and I don't know, man. I don't trust the Chief Shit until he proves me wrong. Um I guess Icom, who is your little Caesar slice? Uh I'm gonna go with the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. And I think that's because
1: I the record sure they're five and three, but uh last night when I was playing the Seahawks, if I could have, when he runs into a good team that can stop the run and they can take care of Derrick Henry, he struggles and he will struggle. And I think he in the pecking order will ultimately end up in fourth place in that tough conference there in the NFC West. Uh, He's thrown 10 interceptions and uh, with Russell Wilson to 10 touchdowns. So yeah, it's 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 that's evening out. But in a game where I think he gets behind and Derrick Henry is either a injured and or just being a, a non-factor in that game, he's going to struggle against teams. And I don't think he has enough firepower to uh, t- to get it done.
2: Dude, so that's, that's a cool. strong take, bro. Look at this. Look at this rest of his schedule, man. His last seven as brutal. There's no way he's making that out alive. That's a good take.
3: Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Um, let's move on to Pat. Who is your little Caesar slice?
0: I'm gonna go with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they're on a run. Oh they're, they're on a run right now. They've won the last three, four. Was it four or five? Last five. So that, you know, yeah, they're, five, they five, five in a row. Yep. Five game win streak. But and and they probably have another win against the Bengals coming up. They they make it six. They might be able to make it seven or eight. But I think when they get down into the end here, where they play the Seahawks. I expect Jake to be playing a little better with the Colts in week 15, and then they play me and they play the Cardinals. I just – this defense isn't doing what it needs to to win games. They're ranked 28th in the league. You know, they're lining up 27 points. He's only scoring 25. And he's just – he's still throwing a lot of interceptions. And I just – yeah, he won some big games. But i still suspect to be able to throw those picks and be letting up points to continue winning. You know, I i wouldn't be surprised if we see him drop one of these games in the next three weeks that you would expect him to win after beating, you know, the 49ers and beating the Rams. I think he's gonna end up losing one of the Bengals or the Browns or the Patriots that are the Texans and he's like for well, it just isn't expected because he's gonna throw a few 20 turnovers. His defense is going to let up points because that, that's what the numbers kind of show is happening. And when he does that, I just it's going to mess with your confidence goes down. Like say he drops to Andy in the Bengals this next week. It's a tight division race right now. The Steelers are, you know, they're tied for that record right now. I just, I don't think he has right now. It's a great run. You know, I just, I just don't see it happening. So they're my pretender right now. We'll see. But if he goes through and wins these next four weeks, the end of the season probably won't matter too much. If he drops a few. So I, I just, I really do see him dropping one of these, you know, easy, what would you think is an easier game in these coming weeks? And it, it put him on a downhill slope to end up the season.
3: All right. And Toph, your little Caesar slice.
2: Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers, man. This team is fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> Look at this defense, right? If you look at their stats, they're top five across the board. Why is that? Well, because they're throwing picks in their own goal line. So teams don't have to amass a lot of yards to score points on this team. They're giving up 24 points a game. He's going to lose the rest of his last, his last seven games. He will take L's. He will be 5-11. and 11. Um, Mark that here because he can't run the ball. Oh, my he, God.
3: He's going to blow me out this week now.
2: Nope, he's not. He's, okay. not. he's Turn not. He's not going to throw the ball. He can't throw the ball. He's three for eleven with Bridgewater. He puts in farm farm's throwing picks. He puts in Eason. he's throwing picks. He can't run. Babineau had an incredible last two seasons, and in this season he's coming in and he's getting stuffed. Um, gee, gosh, trading Schuster was a bad move because now he doesn't have that. Even even though Schuster wasn't a superstar or an X factor, he was still a guy that got open. Claypool is his guy now. He's not getting them the ball. So when I look at this defense, like I just said, if you, if you look at it, you're scared. Like, oh, crap, this is top five pass, top five rush. What's going on here? Well, like I just said, they're, they're, when you give the ball up when you're 50, you don't need a lot of yards to score points. So pretend to, baby. All
3: right. Interesting. Interesting take. Um, let's move on is there anything I do not have an extra cheese slice this week actually all of my games this season have actually been really fun um anyone have a little I mean a, a extra cheese slice that they have to get off their chest I come pat no I got nothing all right good answer pat thank you um moving... I, 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 got, I, said,
0: I said I got nothing
3: oh I didn't hear what you said um we can move on then I'm gonna go to our deep dish slice here so, oh. yeah, we're gonna go and we're gonna touch on this topic. Um, so, Adele did drop his little podcast that was a great listen. Um, he had BM on, right? And right. We talked about right. the uh, <laughs> <laughs> talked about the what was the name of that show? The Odd Couple. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, is the Odd Couple. Right, right. So you know, as our other member of the Odd Couple, former member, uh, is here. I wanted to get his thoughts on why the show kind of broke up. Because I have heard different things, and I have not heard this from you, Icom, Um, But I've heard that after your game with him, and this is just from the rumor mill, that you were disgusted with how he played and didn't have any fun. And you kind of called it quits on him right then and there. He kind of told a different story. He also alluded to someone else's outside influence um kind of swaying your perception of things and I can only imagine who he's hinting at there. Um
0: <laughs> probably JP.
3: Yeah, no, I don't think it's JP. Um no, it's not GP, I don't think. he's he's hinting at me, clearly one hundred percent. Um but, I mean, you're a grown-ass man. I don't think you need me to tell you that he's lame for you to think he's lame, right? And it's not like I politic and say, hey, man, vote BM Lee's fun to play. Um, and his response to that was like, oh, well, it's narratives and the lap. And... Bro, the lap is like the least thing that you do that I'm, I bitch about, right? So, you know, I'm not really worried about it. And then his other thing was, well, it's a mismatch thing. I get it if you have a guy in one on one coverage. Um, but when it's one on three coverage and you toss that motherfucker up anyway, like it's a whole different ballgame and that happens a lot. Um, but, you know, going back to why the show broke up, I wanted to get your thoughts on the record and let's hear what you have to say. Yeah. So listen, I like Bobby.
1: Uh, we actually got to talk, yeah. His name's Bobby, and Bobby, he's actually really he's cool. He's a good children. dude, he's a good dude. Yeah. He is a good dude. And like right before we'd always pod it up, we'd uh, you know, Skype in and talk, and we you know, we talk about families, talk about just random football stuff, and just general topic things. And we'd like be sidetracked before we even started uh, doing our pod. So I enjoyed getting to know him, and I thought he was a cool dude, but we ended up playing our game. And I pulled up the stats from our game. It was last season. And he ended up defeating me 45 to seven. At the time, we were both uh, had losing records, I believe. Or no, that just shows our current records. But either way, his stats were Preston Williams, four catches, 175 yards, three touchdowns. Then he had B. Edwards, one catch, 53 yards, one touchdown. And his stats with Tua were 10 for 21, 297 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. And I played a bad game, and he's a better user than me, and I totally, fully accept that. Uh, It's my responsibility to also stop his offense, right? Uh, But I felt that his game was not sim. Uh, He was tossing it up. He was manipulating uh, a part of the game that I – can't use catch buttons as a defender, uh, you know, as a cornerback. And that, yes, Preston Williams is what, six foot five, and he's going to win the majority of those 50 50 balls. So, might as well call them 75 25 balls. Uh, but after our game, I sent him a text and I was told him, I was like, I'm not happy with the way uh, of your gameplay. I don't think it's soon. Uh, I told him, I was like, I know you're a better player. You know, you were probably going to beat me regardless, but I didn't have fun. In fact, if, if this is how the league if this trending in this direction, I'll, I I'd rather leave the league instead of doing that. And then I just told him that, uh, good luck to you going forward. And I never got a response back, you know, and I didn't necessarily maybe re- expect one right away, maybe the next day, like, cause I was, I was heated. I was, I was hot because I went, uh, to play some golf after that, you know, uh, playing golf with friends. And I had said like, Oh man, I can't believe you fucking played that way. I'm just so fucking pissed off. If it's not them." And everybody uh, in the party could probably tell I was pretty heated from that uh, event. And I just felt like he didn't give me a response. Like respond to me. It'd tell me like, Hey man, I, was it a dev game. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> are you just taking advantage of mismatches or something? So I didn't feel like I got uh, the respect I felt I should get after that type of game, especially if I say, man, I played you and I did not have fun. Like if we ever play again, please don't play like that. Like give me, give me a respectful game, run some slants, run some screens, you know, mix it up a little bit instead of just chucking it up every time you see one on one. So I just felt like I couldn't go forward, continuing our podcast uh, because I just wouldn't feel right. Like, uh, do I like Bobby? Yes. I like him as an individual. Uh, do I like his style of gameplay? No, it's just not my cup of tea. And I like the guys that he's brought in into the league. I like Longville so far. I think he plays a solid game. I think King John's been solid in R. Fox. You know, he's a young, young man. And he'll pick it up as he uh, proceeds in the league. But, nobody influenced me to stop the podcast. It's, I'm a grown ass man. I'm 41 years old. I made the decision myself and, you know, I'll, I would still do the pod by myself, but, and I've tried that with the drafts, but it's better to have some interaction. And that's why I'm happy to be uh, invited here as part of the podcast. But Moji, no, no, you did not influence me. No, JP did not. No, Adele did not. No, Pat didn't. Toph, none of it, nobody in the league influenced me. So I'm not slandering Bobby. I, I just don't agree with the gameplay. I think he's a good dude.
0: Yeah. I, I, go ahead. Pat. I, I think I, he has to answer that. Like, if you're going to, once you kind of sign up to do a podcast with someone, you kind of sign up to, you know, have open conversation with each other, not like kind of have, arguments where you just don't face what the issues are you know he doesn't have to agree with you he could say you know just be like hey man sorry like i don't think what i'm doing is cheesy but i pre- you know I, I respect what you're saying you And know so
1: you play better defense then and yeah, all right but,
0: and but I'll, I'll take it into consideration but him just never responding like that's him ending the podcast what, what's he expect you to, like you him to not respond there and then you're just like all right cool I'll I'll see you next week. We will bury this. We won't talk about it. Like, you know, it's just, it is disrespectful. A little bit's not answer. Or don't answer. Just don't, you know, cool. That's how we're going to treat it. I've had, you know, I get these things. Metal did it to me last season. He, you know, right after the game was like, hey, man, like, I'm voting you least fun. That, That was bullshit. Like, whatever. And it was a dev game. And, you know, I did give the ball to my tight end a lot. And he was like, yeah, well, maybe it was just a dev game. He's like, I- I'll-, I'll give you that pass. Like, you know, it happens. I didn't like it. It was frustrating. But, you know, you're doing what you want to do. You didn't really break a rule. He's like, cool. Hopefully the next game's better. The next game was better. You know, we we got a- everything went cool. But you have to just have that conversation. And if he's just not going to have it, yeah, I mean, I would have never done the podcast with him again either.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we all owe it to each other to play, try to play a fun game towards one another like I don't want you to like if I am having like Dalvin Cook is just going off for 200 yards you're probably not having fun so I mean it, I just wanted uh, some uh, back and forth would have been good uh, yeah maybe he was waiting for me to text the next day with a cooler head say no bro I'm sorry like uh, I shouldn't have said all that but I still feel that way like it's not a it's not a gameplay like style that I want to play and I would hate to just keep, like, chucking it up, hoping my receiver comes down with the ball. And I, don't, I can't see my opponent having fun with that.
3: Yeah, and I think that that's a good point. And look, he beat me two weeks ago, and he really didn't do that a lot. He ran a lot of different plays, and it was definitely a clean game. My issue with him has never been the lob ball. Yeah, I'm going to make fun of it because I do think it's a lame bailout when that shit works, especially when you're throwing one on two or one on three, which I've seen happen plenty of times. Um, my bigger issue is the quick snaps. That dude will, quick, will snap the ball when there's still 16 seconds on the play clock. You get to the line with about 18 seconds, and it's like, bro, I can't. I didn't even get to switch my guy from one guy to the other, and you're snapping. Like, that shit is super lame, especially when it happens a lot. And uh, my other issue is the insane moonwalks that happen from time to time when he is looking for some of those deep shots. That that's like a, a 10, 15 yard drop back. Sometimes I think those are much bigger issues than just lobbing it up because you have a mismatch. That's fine. I can understand that. And I'm not going to like hate on that. Uh, but the other things are they're, you know, are fixable stuff. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I'll see how it is the next time we play. I'm sure we'll play at least one more time this cycle. Uh, I think our divisions will be lined up to play. So, Hopefully it's a much better enjoyable game for both of us and not just a one-sided enjoyable game.
3: Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. We can move on to the Sicilian Slice. Um, there's definitely been some blowouts that have happened. Um, one of the bigger ones that I saw that kind of caught I'm me by surprise, time. we just moved on to our Sicilian Slice. Um <clears throat> One of the ones that I saw that was big was, you know, the Titans over the Colts. That took me by surprise that he beat him by that much. But with the way Jake's playing, you know, I guess I can kind of stomach that. Um, I was a little bit more surprised, though, about Denver and Pittsburgh. 51-20. to um, I think that Aston has kind of heard some of the talk going around about guys doubting him. Um, He did get to face a guy who is considered a contender in the AFC. And putting him down by 31 points is... You got whacked. Uh, Pat, you have anyone you want to shout out?
0: I'm, not, I'm I'm. trying to find one right now. I don't really have one. You know, there's been a lot of good teams losing. Like, I, I think that, that Eagles lost to the Rams. I mean, that that's just a murder in my mind. Like, Jim taking down the, you know, Super Bowl winning Eagles, I think is huge. Like, I'd get that, but I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that. You kind of have to look at that Broncos game you talked about. The Tennessee, I mean, it scares me to see Tennessee putting up points like that again. So I I guess I'll go with that because that's when he was dominant. And now he has Garoppolo out there because he had to. He puts up six touchdowns with no interceptions. Like, you know, he runs the ball mediocre in the game, but two guys with two touchdowns each, 130 yards about for each of them. You know, Hood got that 120 yards on three catches. Like, it was just a dominant passing attack. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Garoppolo continue to play because he might have seen that he's not going to win with the other guy. He just you know can't do it. So, yeah, I mean, that definitely – he murdered anything. He murdered, for sure, the cold season with that huge victory. There's no reason for Jake to attempt a game for the rest of the season here
3: <laughs> that game may have murdered uh his rookie quarterback starting chances for the rest of the season too because it's oh, yeah, real hard sure. it's real hard to uh to bench a guy after he throws six touchdowns right like how, how do you how do you pull your 85 overall starter after throwing six touchdowns with no I, too. yeah no, I, I mean just... that's tough so yeah i mean the, the rookie might have gotten uh might have gotten whacked uh come you have anyone Yeah, uh, the 49ers whacked
1: the Browns 44-13 in Week 7. That was actually the last game the 49ers won, so maybe they've had karma since then. They've lost two straight since then. But uh, Lamar Jackson threw one incompletion, two touchdowns, 271 yards. Blaylock had his way on the ground, 119 yards and a TD. Uh, Lamar rushed also for two touchdowns. Mayfield was three picks at. Uh, The rushing yards for the Browns was 46 yards total. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think Ernest was feeling himself in his offense. He was in a groove, uh, and I think that's what he's trying to get back to after
3: his two losses. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Reed, you have anyone?
2: Did you guys already mention Miami Bengals? No, we did not. Okay, so looking at that game, uh, it wasn't anything that that blew me away as far as what BM did on offense. It was just a basic. He had a 100-yard rusher. But the defense played lights out, man. Five picks, two pick sixes. And that shit was bad. 42 to 16 is a whacking.
3: Yeah, that's definitely a whacking. Um, with that, we will move on to the vegan slice. Pat, do you have a vegan slice? Adele. Adele. <laughs> Are you going to yeah. tell me why? And I'm guessing it's for him, him putting you at number 10 in his ranking.
0: Let him have it. Yeah. Pat. Just- pure sl- like slander i i didn't even listen to it at first like i you said you listened to it you told me i would want to listen to it which is a lie i still wasn't happy i did listen to it like you're like, okay yeah, he, he ranked you 10. i'm just i'm like how it's just it's just slander and i listened to the guys that he ranked above me and it's just you know maybe he's trying to get everyone into the conversation talk about some people that you know are playing all right this year that haven't but like oh it and he it just it was it's the worst like it just it made everything else he say not mad because you know there's no facts clearly behind anything he's saying and then he brings on black and he brings on black magic to just slander Icom and a member of our podcast like i've never been so heated after actually listening to a podcast and been uh-huh. so mad with someone but hey you know it is what it is Adele, he used to be boys with us, and he's just going to sell us all under the river now. You know, he wants the rest of the league to like him, and that's okay. I'll be enemies with Adele.
3: A good Adele feud is always fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. I do it a couple times a cycle, and then he gets upset because I'm relentless. Um, and then he, t- he starts to cry a little bit, and I have to pull back. Um, so I-, I like that. Uh, Icom, do you have a vegan slice? Yeah. I call
0: my son,
1: and it's Jake. Get your head Ooh. out of your fucking ass, man. Come on. You can win these games. you <laughs> You're two and six. You're in, a, you're in a division that's still – you can still make some damage here. You can get, make some headway and maybe – who knows? Still win this division. There's nobody really running away right. with it yet. Come so on. you're two and six. There's eight games left. You got the roster. He's just – he's wallowing in his pity, and his gameplay is reflective of that. And I think if he would just drink some more tab man. cola, put a little tequila in there – kick
3: it back you know so his drink is all tequila with a little Tab cola i've got news for you
1: (laughs) so he yeah a little Tab, right so he needs to sit up on get his elbows on his knees sit forward focus on the games and uh you know put some wins on the board but ultimately he's just gonna say he's such a shitty player and he's the biggest pussy
3: love you jake (laughs) reed do you have a vegan slice Nah, i don't okay I'm, I don't know. I really don't know. I've haven't been in chat a ton. Um, I'm gonna go with Glenn, and here's why. So he starts off. No, I
2: not get bro. Why, why,
3: uh, this isn't like the biggest shitbag. I'm, I'm. I know. I'm we calling know. him, you know, a pussy, and I think he, it's mental, <laughs> right? So he starts off three and zero. He loses a tough game to JP where he misses the extra point. Um, that would have tied the game. Right. And then he's at my neck on Twitter relentlessly for those first four weeks. This guy didn't miss a second to tweet at the Jets. Then I smacked that ass all over the field and he has hasn't been close since. I'm pretty sure he's been blown out every single game since the guys just collapsed into himself like we knew he would. He talked all that shit and the first chance he gets hit in the mouth, he just falls apart and that's it. I mean that that's pretty weak to me bro if you're going to bring some heat and go after me on Twitter and once you lose and fall apart this is what happens I I don't know I I don't know what to say but I mean it, it hasn't been pretty yeah I mean so he loses 27 to 26 to JP he loses 28 to 2 he has his bye week then 21 nothing to the Chargers uh he loses 49 28 to the Chiefs and then he loses 27 to 17 to the Mighty Giants so And the Dolphins are going to smack him up next week. So, uh, yeah, he's got my slice for sure. Moving on, one slice left, our meat lover slice, a.k.a. the toff slice. Toph, is there anything you have to get off your chest?
2: Yeah, so I think I'm going to change the concept of how I do this, too. Uh, I'm going to think of it like when I say meat lovers, it's going to be my slurp slice, the love of somebody's meat, right? I'm going to go with Jim, man. I think that Jim deserves to get his meat fucking slobbed up. He's playing. He's six and two. I'm going
3: to go take a no piss on one, you,
2: Rebecca. No one saw this. Take a piss on my fucking take, you asshole. <laughs> no no just, one saw this Just
3: because I'm not listening to all this Jim promotion.
2: Ah, wow. that That rivalry still is there between them two. Never. Anyways. Jim's playing well, man. You know, you gotta give the guy his props. You gotta give a guy some motivation and some high spirit decor. Let them fucking keep playing well. If he sit here and, and call him a pretender and call him this shit, you know already you know he's a basket case. It's gonna get in his head. Let's give him a little bit of fucking boys, man. And, and six and two, make it seven and two. Beat Cat next week. I will love him if he can and make it happen, bro. That's my my meat lover's slop, uh, slop. So since he's pissing. And that's like all the slices, isn't it?
3: I'm not I'm not really pissing. It was it oh. was a good joke.
2: <laughs> I thought you do take like a piss, my bad.
3: Um Ike, we're getting you your own slice in the future too. I don't know if there's anything that comes off the top of your head right now. I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you have I'll it, the floor is yours. Ass. Slice. Uh I don't have one. I will uh,
2: before Bro, the next I year, got one for one, you. It's called it, like, the, the the loser's you know it couch. Is. So, so your sister always like a loser. You can have like a seat <laughs> to where like if anybody's playing really <laughs> bad, they can come sit next to you. How about that?
3: All right, so tough go sit next to him and you got to hang out on <laughs> the couch. Together. I'm four and four, <laughs> man.
2: Get out of here. It's not great. I'm gonna win my division. This is the same time last year. I was like, I was like four or, four yeah. last year. No, I only nine straight, so I don't want to hear it
3: uh i do want to shout out the the, uh, the rz Sportsbook after having a hell of a week um <laughs> and a,
0: some money
3: a, a decent mm-hmm. week last week a hell of a week here in week nine um everyone it's been a blast i'm sure even these guys that are losing they have a lot of fun and you could see a lot of people they tune into the games they're betting on obviously so it's cool it gets a lot more eyeballs on the actual twitch streams Facts. i mean five bucks a game is really not a lot that's your minimum um so I'd like to see a couple more heads in there gambling and, you know, getting after it. And overall, the book has gotten crushed for two seasons now. Um, yeah. So your odds of winning are, are pretty high. It's not like regular gambling. Um, just a bad week for, for everyone but us.
0: Um, it, it was all Jim. We uh, you know you don't want to give Jimmy more credit, but that takedown of Adele yeah, was just... Yeah, definitely
3: definitely helped. Big money, Ernest man. losing, too, was big. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, hey... There's some good lines out there. Um, I don't have anything else. Is there anything else you guys want to touch on?
2: No, I'm good.
3: All right, perfect. We will call it a show. Nice little hour and a half pod. This has been the PieCast. And once again, go
2: Jets. When the moon hits your eyes Like a figure beats
1: you pie that's the when the world seems to shine, like you've had too much wine, that's a When the moon hits your eyes, like a figure beats you by, that's a When the world seems to shine, like you've had too much wine, that's the morning. a morning.
0: Bells will ring, tingling, 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 tingling. give it to ya Fuck wait for you to get it on own X go deliver yeah. to you Knock knock, open up the door and spread With the non-stop pop out and stainless steel yeah. I Don't go hard getting busy with it But I got such a good heart That I make a motherfucker wonder if you get it Damn right, can I do it again Cause yeah. I am like so <laughs> Break bread with the enemy